Luke's now trying to work out a plan with 40 the plasterer. The same plasterer he sent home yesterday. Who's hanging? Build that drama. Maximum blockage. Build on that drama. Maximum blockage. G'day everyone and welcome back to another exciting episode of Maximum Blockage where we build that <laughs> drama and remember the name of our show. I'm here with Brett, as always, laughing yeah. at me. How's it going, mate? Laughing with you, Joshua. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's Tuesday and it's Hell Week and we're going to recap all of the juiciness that happened. Hell Week. It was very Tess and Luke heavy. Yes, very heavy. But As you'll see in the clips. That's alright, no worries. So we start off with Luke and Tess and they're on level three and it's less than done. And Dan's sort of like, like, didn't you say you were going to get this done? And he's like, just acting like an idiot. Yep. Which is like a precursor. Well, Dan said they should get it done. Well, every other couple seemed to get yep. whatever their homework was done. Yeah. And he's like, we were still up till 2.30, sir. Exactly. They were supposed to be up till 3. Exactly. That extra half an hour. Yep. Four hour work week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to only get like three hours sleep a night for a whole week because sleep deprivation is actually torture. So can we take the block to the Hague and get them done for um, crimes, for torture crimes? Potentially, but probably not. Yeah. Anyway, so then um, Jason sets a bit of a task where he's like, you know, get this painting done and I'll take you out for lunch. And then he's Mark says, we'll get this done. Yep. Well, actually, I think it's Mitch, and I'm like, oh yeah, Mitch. we won't we get this done. We will absolutely get this done. Get to it, Marky. Yeah, I'm Andy for thirty. <laughs> they also say something later in the episode where he's like, where they're like basically referring to the fact that Jesse's a dictator, and I'm like, you do realize how your relationship works, right? Yeah. Mark just does what he's told. Yeah. He must be the man of the relationship. Oh. Burn. <laughs> so then we go to Jesse and Mel. My pages leave will be solely and entirely for the plasterers. Smart move, because there's a lot of spaces that still need plaster. The hallway on level three, on level two, the media room and hallway and laundry, on level one, the main hallway, and the entire staircase and stairwell. It's a huge job. I know a lot of people are going to try and hang their own sheets this week to save money. For 10 grand, we can get hangers in as well as plasters. So that will save us time so we can do the floor and the painting. Dig deep, Kevin. Now I've pushed the trade so hard this week. Let's go, James. Bit of fire in the belly, mate. I said to everyone this week, I said, look, nothing personal. I was like, but if you're going somewhere, I want you to be running. Let's go. We've got, we've got to run today. We've got to literally run. Like, we have to get everything plastered today. Do this, do that. And at the end of the week, we'll all still be friends and we'll be finished Hell Week. So you guys will have that done in about an hour. Yeah, they're going to do it now. Yeah. Sweet. How come these holes aren't patched? There's a free area right here. Someone patch them. Go on. I want to hear any now. Does it work that way, Mel? Everyone gets to work. She's ruthless. Nah, she's fine. She just likes stirring the pot. I'm taking no prisoners this week. Take no prisoners, Mel. So what's his name again? Jesse. Oh, so it's not Forrest, because I thought from that day on, if I was going somewhere, I was running. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, God damn, settle down. We ripped on Mitch and Mark for doing the same thing. Yeah, they're really cracking the whip, yeah. like real hard this week, but they pulled the lever. 
Yeah. And then they're spending... The double money lever. ...ten grand on hanging. Yeah, it makes no sense. It does make no sense. I thought high pages were giving them plasterers. Yeah, they. it's like a free week of labour is what Scotty I said at the start. I thought that's what Scotty said, but it seems like they're going to spend 20 grand on trades this week. Yeah, they're doing quite a good job of the old double pay lever. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. And they're pushing these blokes real hard. Yeah. It's pretty funny, though. Someone should have said to Mel, well, you're standing there. You patch it. Stop yelling (laughs) at me. Yeah. But it is funny when people who have no idea how the process works and then they're like, do this. And then he's like, that's not how it works. We'll we'll get there when we get there. Like, I'm not going to do it just because you said You'll get this done in an hour, right? Uh, Well, we're going to do it now. (laughs) So... (laughs) It'll take however long it takes. Uh, so we go to Tess and Luke, and they are really looking terrible in this episode, the way that they're acting and whinging and carrying on. Yeah. Turns out that they've spent 25k more on trades than anyone else. So Scotty comes in for the meeting with uh, both of them, he presumed. But Tess is like standing around doing nothing while this meeting's going on. Like she's literally down the corridor. Well, she ran away. Yeah. She heard that Scotty was coming, so she got out of there. But, like, wouldn't you physically leave to, like, do something to better your situation as opposed to just stand there and listen to the conversation, which you could have just stood in the room and listened to the conversation? I don't know, mate. You want me to try and get into the mind of a... A 28-year-old female? old woman? I just can't do it, all right? But then she's, like, literally after that talk happens, she walks out the front with Scotty and she, then they start well, talking. And she you're didn't like, mean to walk out the front. Scotty caught her. She was trying to avoid him. Well, she didn't do a very good job. This no, is... no one's saying she did a very good job. Did she, she use her stealth to... mode on the sheets the day before where she ran away? Yep. And now she just couldn't? No. But then, like, she starts crying over the problem that she created, yet doesn't want to do anything about. Well, I don't know. They know there's a problem. They know they don't have any money. And Scotty coming and telling them is not changing anything. I, I agree with that, but, like... Neither is them going, well, if we don't have the trade tier, we won't finish. But it's like you standing around arguing with him. Yeah. Just be well, like Jesse and just be like, no, I don't want to talk to you. Go away. Sure. This is a scot free zone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Scotty thought he was going to do to help. All he did was, I was going to say he held them up, but they weren't doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But, but then she starts crying and then Luke and their chippy go out to comfort her. Yeah. It's like, Dude, so you're on $50 an hour, not Scotty, as an emotional Scotty support Scotty coming guy. over just made it worse. Well... I know what he's trying to do. Tess could have handled it better, personally. Yeah, she could have, but I don't know if you've met Tess. This was always going to happen. Well, then they're like, oh, this isn't how honeymoons are meant to be. Me and Luke hate each other, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... What do you mean? That's exactly how honeymoons go. I'm like, A, you use the term hate so loosely. Yeah. B... Like, who? nobody goes on their honeymoon on the block. What did they think that they were just going to, like, sit on the deck after they built it and drink Mai Tais? Well, I don't know. If you'd watched previous years, they weren't as under the pump, so... I know, but, like, it's not fun. No. Oh, let's go and work seven days a week for ten weeks. Yeah. That's not my idea of fun. Really? Oh, what did you do on your honeymoon again? But, um, why do you spend all your weekends working then, Joshua? For your I get, uh, father-in-law. Because I get bloody roped into it. Yeah, sure thing. Well, you went to Vanuatu for your honeymoon. I'm I think it's pronounced on... Vanuatu. <laughs> Got a local in. <laughs> and I'm going to Europe. Yeah. Neither of us applied for the block. No, Because we're not stupid. No. So anyway, Tess is like, she mentally can't go on. And I'm like, and then she's like, but Luke can. And I'm like, is that because he has no mental capabilities? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, sick burn. Um, yeah, I don't know. Luke is pretty like blank faced most of the time. No matter what's going on, it's like yeah. this is the worst thing ever, and he's just no emotions on his face. Honestly, I'm he's surprised. Like, oh, I'm ecstatic. He speaks no English on his because. Face. <laughs> Half the time he's standing there like he's in a foreign country and they're just saying stuff and he's like, I've got uh-huh. no idea what you're saying. Yeah, bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Luke, we're in Fiji. It's Bula Bula. <laughs> um, so we go to Matt and Elise and they're doing a sexy toilet. Is that why you got into plumbing? Absolutely. Oh, screw The tiles. What a saga. Or more like a case of the tile files. Close enough. So I was meant to be there at 11 o'clock. That's all I arrived at 11.30. They're not here yet, so I looked around everywhere, high and low, but there's nothing around, so I've got to give her a call and see what's going on. The person you are calling uh, is not available. Oh. Message added. The false love arrived. So we're waiting. Hopefully they'll get here soon. And he waited. Poor Adrian. <laughs> Are you talking to Elise? Yeah. Elise, where are these tiles? I've called about 50 times. I'm calling now. They're meant to be there this morning and they're on their way. Well, on their way is not on their way here. I know, darling. That's okay. But as the tile file mystery deepens, the supplier says the tiles should have made it to the block by now. To missing tiles and a missing person. So the courier driver that delivers everybody's tiles here has gone missing. No one can find Louis. Three hours I've been waiting, yep. So at around $55, $60 an hour, it's going to start adding up for him. I've been told it's soon, uh, two hours ago, but I don't think it's soon enough. Adrian! Tiles are here! Our tiles rocked up at about half past two, three o'clock. Oh, this isn't the floors. This is the walls. Where the freaking hell's of... the... Oh, Lord. You're joking. They are the wall tiles. Wall tiles. What are you waiting for? The floors. Now what? When laying tiles, you start with the floor first, then the first row of wall tiles get laid directly on top. So there's no gaps. I've got the walls, but no floors. The truck driver just drove over the box of tiles. What? He just drove over them. Who? The driver. What the freaking hell? They all right? They're broken. The truck driver backed out and then drove over two boxes of our tiles and smashed them. You can do forensic uh, testing on that if you like. We may have enough. It may, may have enough. Never done the wall first, then the floor. So my biggest issue with that whole segment is the fact that you don't have to do the floor tiles first. In um, Elise and Matt's bathroom or ensuite, they yeah, bathroom. They just cut them in well, between. All, all their bathrooms are ensuite. Yeah, well, they so. they didn't do the floor tiles first. And then they told us this lie where they had to change their floor tiles because they didn't allow enough thickness. Because the gap was four mil bigger or whatever. But they cut all of their bottom row tiles into it. Yeah. And secondly, you don't have the tile hard on the other tile because any movement, yeah. tiles just crack. You, you need want a, a couple of mil gap yeah. and if anybody looks at their tiles in their bathroom or whatever, there's a bead of silicon, bead of silicon or some kind of sealant yeah. all around the bottom. Yeah. Always there and that will fill, like 
even up to like a five mil gap. You're probably getting a bit big there, but look, yeah, it, I agree. It'll fill it. It's fine. It yeah. will. Yeah, it doesn't look as neat as like a nice two or three. Yeah. But even getting up to five, you can still get a nice bead. That's true. But yeah, no, you want a couple of mil there because the amount of times we have to go to jobs where there's been the tiniest bit of movement in a bath or shower or floor and wall and it cracks the bottom row of tiles. Yeah. They all just crack and then you've got to prime off and replace them. It's the worst. Also, why do they have their tiler there so early if they don't have the tiles on site? Well, I guess they were told the tiles would be there at 11, so they just assumed... But this seems to happen to them every time. It does happen time. to them every time. So you think they would have learned get the tiles in first. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's crazy to me. Like, even if you bloody... When Elise gets the tiles from the tile shop, go, Hoy, do you have a box of these out the back or are they all in the bloody warehouse? And they go, oh, we've got one box. Grab that box. Yeah. So you've got a box of tiles on you so when the tiler turns up he can at least start yeah make all of his cuts or yeah. you know get measurements and mark or it all out do a row against the um, wall which apparently is the most important so then you can lay them hard together so they crack yes <laughs> so then we move on to Tess and Luke again but the kids from Cairns are facing a tradie crisis they had to send the plasterers home so we could hang the sheets ourselves with no plasterers and a lot of bare wall their chances of delivering any finished rooms this week are disappearing fast. But... Oh, no. You have got to be kidding me. Oh, my goodness. You guys need some help. Yes, we do. Uh, no matter what you guys think, we always want someone to finish. Yeah. We're going to give you two hours of power with the team. That sounds amazing. You'll be busy. Thank you so much, boys. Thanks, well, let's boys. do it. Come on. Here we go. Let's go. Keith, Dan, a couple of the on-site chippies came to give us a chop out for two hours. Very kind of them. Very kind of them. Gee, not exactly feeling the love there, guys. While Tess goes to pick up furniture, it's up to Luke to direct the chop out traffic in house two. Are you boys right up here or are you in the hand? Might need someone cutting. Yep. Dan was on the flooring on level three with uh, another chippy named Ryan. And uh, Keith and a few of the boys are finishing off knocking out some of the walls on level two. We'll go around and drill some holes, eh? Absolutely, Keithy. I'm liking it, mate. <laughs> it was definitely good having them on board today, though. Got a few, few other jobs ticked off, which is good. Now, the tradie parade didn't go unnoticed by the other blockheads. Well, we did see, you know, Keith and Dan and a couple of the guys pointed where they were headed. Maybe in House 2. Is that where they went? Yeah, House 2, yeah. House Are they going to help House 2? Yeah, I think they're going to help House 2. I think so, yeah. And it was interesting the week before, during Miranda Week, um, Keith had been working in House 2. So today, you've got me. All day. On the tour. Dan was working house three. This is really cool. We've got Dan on the tools today. It means a lot to us. None of them have come to work in our house. So Keith and Dan went in house two. Is that because they can't complete their house? Does that mean they're not able to... So they need the help because they don't know how to complete the house. So it's interesting um, that extra resources are being put into house two. I'm not sure how that works. Is it fair? 
Probably not. So I think that it's weird that Mitch and Mark are complaining about not getting the help of Keith and Dan, yet they basically have free labour and a budget that expands more than my waist at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, they only see the help other people get. They don't see the help they get. Yeah. Like, they've had heaps of help. Like the cafe awards, super saver awards. Yeah. Free labour. Yeah. Being given their builder. Yeah. Not having to go out and find him. No. Yeah, they've been given help, but they just don't remember that. They no. only remember the help everyone else got. Yeah, so very short-sighted. Absolutely. Um, like, it's a bit annoying because we rip on our boy Keithy for not putting his tool belt on. And he's put it on more times yeah, in the last two weeks. I think maybe weeks. he's heard the episodes and yeah, he's, he's gone back in time. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing his belt on. But yeah, um, I guess they're only there for two hours, but they were helping them smash some things out. Yeah. But Luke just said, oh, we had to send our plasters home. He didn't say why then. Yeah. But well, like, didn't they get a quote? Yeah, they got a quote. So, so I don't know why they've sent them home. Yeah, it makes no sense. But the no. other thing that was really weird is, like, clearly Luke's not that good at organising, yet they're like, oh, Luke's directing traffic. And it's like, maybe yeah, you Yeah, when just... he has the boys on, they, yeah. And then Dan's like, oh, how about you just cut and, like, yeah. we'll just do what we're doing so you don't hold us up. <laughs> Yeah, no. I think Mitch and Mark have been super grumpy there. Like you like you said, the Mick Cafe Awards are just handed out willy nilly. Yeah. By Dan or Keith and they just get to pick somebody. Yeah. And that's five grand. That's worth more than, you know, two one hours bloke of... helping a day or five yeah. five guys for two hours. And um, yeah, like you like you went through all those things where they got help with Previous as well. Yeah. So... I don't know. It seems, yeah. seems weird. But anyway, speaking of weird, we go to like a weird Keith no shirt segment and then Elise is like... I think you mispronounced the word sexy again. <laughs> it doesn't have a W in it. Elise is like sitting there doing nothing and she's like, this is the best day of my she's life. She's not doing nothing. She's eating chocolate. And perving. Yeah. If it was the other way around, is it sexist? Uh, I don't think it's sexist. It's... There's another word for it. Okay. Um, and the then, meaning? and then just to complete the, the bit of power for the girls, uh, A2 man comes back. You know what's just happened? Yeah, Dalton, the A2 man, has just arrived out the front. He's oh, delivering yeah. milkshakes for everybody. So all the girls are at the front. All the boys are in here. All the girls are at the front. Yeah, Mitch and Mark are at the front at the moment. Definitely all the girls are out there. Yum. Burn! Yeah, good one. <laughs> Seems homophobic, but I'll allow it. Yeah, I got him. <laughs> oh, well. Send Elise a uh, strongly worded email then, Joshua. Yeah, but... Yeah, so, I don't know. It I was like it was a... weird that the A2 man turned up and parked out the front just metres away from the McCafe van. It's like the uh, <laughs> Smoko Van Wars of yeah. 99. It's exactly like the Smoko Van Wars of 99. Uh, yeah, so that was great. Yeah. No. Let's put it on the wall. We have so much to do tonight. We're going to get if we're going to paint upstairs, it's still wet. Start hanging some sheets. Otherwise, I'm going to bed. You haven't done anything for a solid hour and a half now. I've been asking you for so long. Let's hang some sheets and you keep around. Please, can we get these on the wall? Yeah, I don't know who Luke's standing there. Luke's standing there with somebody at that time. It's the chippy. Oh. Ryan. So Ryan's still there at like two o'clock in the morning or something? Well, I, I assume it's like 8 o'clock, like dinner time. That's why I think oh, okay. that she's carrying on about the hour and a half. Like, Well, if she says she's going to bed, it must be pretty late, I suppose. Anyway, that doesn't matter. They're hiring a bloke to stand there for an hour, like, 
after time. I know it's, it's shocking, listeners. This never yeah. happens. What? Yeah, either send him home or do some work. Like, I don't know. Like this whole stay up till three. Like those hours. Like after like nine o'clock, I'm sure you're getting a quarter of the work done in those hours you normally would because you're just yeah. gone. And then you wake up the next day still tired like a zombie. Like it's diminishing returns. Yeah, I yeah I agree. Um, and then you've got your chippy there doing the same. You're still paying him the same amount an hour. Yeah, but, but he's, he's giving you half the work. Yeah, but they just don't see that. Too short-sighted. Yep. Just three days before reveal, it's been a long night in house too. Um, had a team of plasterers here ready to go yesterday, but uh, we just couldn't afford to have them on, so uh, we had to send them home, unfortunately. And they still have to plaster some of the downstairs hallway, plus on level two, a good chunk of the stairwell and hallway, and one wall and ceiling in the media room. Luke's plan is to hang the sheets himself, then get one or two of 40's boys back to help with the ceiling and apply the plaster. Just trying to work out with 40. If we can hang all the sheets and just get him to come through, finish off the ceiling grid and uh, stop up for us. How many blokes do you reckon we need to um, get this all stopped up? If you can only kind of get one bloke in here. Mm. <laughs> 40s boys are now booked on another job. It's going to be hard now. Very hard. Yeah. Because even with the hangers, they're going to take on another job now for Friday. Yep. So, um, yeah because we'd already pushed them back a day. They had other jobs to go on to, so we um, yeah, basically shot ourselves in the foot there. They were back to having no plasters. We had and no uh, money. <laughs> in case you didn't catch that, we got knees. But even for a couple of qualified tradies... Oh, Jorg. Are we tight? <laughs> Too tight. Hanging chiprock on the ceiling is a pain in the proverbial. Yeah, don't let it snap. We haven't given up completely, but the ultimate deadline for the block is to have a house to take to auction. So we're really not concerned about winning the room this week or next week or the week after that. We just want to make sure we have a beautifully finished home uh, that someone will want to buy. Absolute seamless editing there, <laughs> Bretto. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, so they're having a bit of issue with their plasterers. Yeah, well, so at the start of that, Luke says, oh, we sent them home because we couldn't afford them. And then they got other jobs and now they can't come back and finish. But if you couldn't afford them, that's why you sent them home. So how are you getting them back? Are you getting them back? Yeah, I yeah, don't... None of it made any sense. I don't know how money works, but anyway. I did yeah. come up with a new drinking game, which is take a shot every time Luke and Tess say they don't have any money or they're not going to finish. Yeah. Well, that time, at the end there, though... They're like, oh, we're not going to finish the rooms for reveal, but we'll get the block finished. Yeah. So that's the plan. Yep, which is but, fair enough. Yeah. But we were talking earlier about how a lot of the previous rooms, well, not a lot, like some, like things like the courtyard and I can't remember some of the other ones. Oh, the bedroom where they had the extra blockheads and whatever. Like yeah. they finished those days in advance. Yep. So I guess they should have been getting into the stairwell and things like that at that time well, but you I, don't know if they're allowed or how the rules work I don't know with what, that why like I feel like if you're ahead you should just be allowed to work ahead because you know you've done all the work that week to get yeah. ahead yep. so why shouldn't you be allowed to like start plastering a hallway or you know because a lot of the time it's like they just do the inside of the walls yeah. of the room that they're doing like yeah. if you finish you should be able to plaster the outside of that wall Absolute, as well yeah true true 
And yeah, yeah it's like still the technically rules of like not being able to go in this room, but then have all your plans in for this room before that week are annoying and silly. Yeah, I don't know. And they cost money and they cost materials. Think about the environment, yada, yada, yep. you know, all that stuff. Makes no sense. No. So then we finally get to talk about Andy and Deb. We're working under immense press- pressure right now. And it's creating a little bit of orgy borgy. I think there was just a little bit of a, um, maybe you could say, disagreement about where those boys might be um, used today. So here's the drama. Scotty is focused on getting the largest area finished, which is level two. So he's got most of the boys up there battling walls. We've got uh, six boys from High Pages. We've got four on level two, which is the big major section we've got to do. And we've got two down here. But Trent thinks they would be better used down in the level one hallway, hanging VJ board. She's always been very strong. And she's always been very easy to approach and talk to about things. She's a full problem solver. Scotty goes, we're under the pump. I said, mate, you're under the pump. I said, mate, I wasn't trying to take over. I'm just yeah. trying to use them. You're better off getting them doing something that they know than something they don't know. Watch out, guys. Deb's on the warpath. If you have a problem with anything we're doing, you come to us. I'm going to tell Trent the same because we need to push through this as a team. I'm up to here with it. I've heard a few things said and I'm just over it. I told them all to stop bitching. We know how much you do, but I just can't stand it. When everybody starts talking and things get said, that's when I lose it. I would just rather people come to us and I'm going to tell him the same. Deb is the nicest boss in the world for sure. She's come through as a walk past. She's <laughs> keeping everyone hard. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Nah. That's why we're a happy crew in house, right? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, good. And if that's as bad as it gets. Thanks, Deb. Yeah, have a good day. After 12 weeks good. of these incredibly um, difficult weeks of building, I'm really proud of our team. The thing I don't understand about that. When do plasterers feel the need that they can tell chippies what to do? Chippies what, basically have to know... Plasterers should always be telling chippies what to do. How to do everyone else's job and how things need to run. <laughs> Mate, as far as I'm concerned, the plasterers should have a go. All they do is screw sheets to a wall and they're getting the contestants to do that, so it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, VJ panelling's terrible, so... <laughs> I don't mind it, it's fine. Yeah, you wouldn't. But he's sort of saying, get the chippies, I guess, to hang that instead of trying to hang sheets. Yeah. I, I didn't really understand. Like, wouldn't battening out help him? Yeah, I don't because know. Because then he can hang his sheets. It was confusing. But I think the main takeaway I took from that clip, and the real reason I mostly put it in there, was one, to show Deb how good her like negotiating skills are and how well she like runs the team or whatever and keeps everyone calm. But also Scotty's like, she's on the warpath. And she's like, now everyone just calm down. And you're like, this is not a warpath, Scotty. What? Stop trying to beat up this drama, you clown. Yeah, it's just literally <laughs> going, oi, settle down. Just do this. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. You're getting a bit hot under the collar for yeah. no reason. She's absolutely all about conflict management and scotty's like oh she's firing up <laughs> so did they get like a high page voucher at the start of it or something to pay for trades as well yeah, because I they know. said i think deb said she had a little bit of leftover money in the high pages account yeah or is that from the week that uh, she pulled the lever well, and they I charged think the, way the high pages thing works is they yeah like give them money for trades for certain things i've heard in previous like 
weeks where someone got reimbursed from high pages for a trade that didn't finish or something. Oh, righto. Like you put the money in, they hang on to the money. When the job's finished, they pay the tradesman sort of thing. Yeah, right. That seems strange, but it anyway. Is, it's, it's hard to follow and very strange and they don't explain it very well, but yeah. So, I don't know. They had some high pages money, so they put some trades on. Fair enough. Well, we might as well finish the episode the way that we started with Luke and Tess. So I had a little moment and I was in the car and I called Luke and I said, I have an idea. Yeah. So I have about 12 grand left of freedom money. Yep. We're not going to use that all for upstairs and out the front. Um, Mitch has none left. And I know that he is like not happy about it. Apparently he was in there today like trying to make every cent work. Do you reckon we could swap a couple of thousand dollars of freedom money for a um, plaster tonight? Now, Tess and Luke and the boys have not exactly been best buds since the Cairns kids voted down House One's rooftop pool two weeks ago. We said no to their pool, they took our plasters away. Our trades that are helping others, I want it to end as of this moment. I think the boys have had a bit of time to, um, yeah, forgive us and um, see. Forgive us. I don't forgive them because they've never said sorry, which is bull But Tess isn't going to let the bad blood get in the way of a deal. I called up Mitchie and I said, I have a proposition for you. You can say no. But I thought I'd just offer it to you. Do you run out of freedom money? Yes. Well, I was thinking I have a bit of freedom money left over. I was going to say yep. we could give you, say, $2,000 at freedom for, yep. like, one of your plasterers for five hours tonight that would cost you, like, 220 bucks. The fact that we're nearly finished now, I don't really need $2,000 worth of freedom. Um, and Tess was presenting this great deal. I thought, well, you're only presenting it because you're actually not going to use it. That's been a deal and a half, doesn't it, Charles? Um, and I thought, oh, you know, we'll just play along. You just go and talk to the boys, see if it works for you and if anyone is even available tonight. OK, mate, bye. No, no worries, I'll talk to you soon. And it's interesting, I just think that Luke and Tess just think that's an expectation. Everyone else yeah. seems to be chipping in, why don't we chip in too? But this deal is Tess and Luke's only hope of finishing this week. And their fate now lies in the hands of their frenemies. I wouldn't have been too surprised if they said, no, get stuffed. So we don't find out if the deal gets done or not. Yeah, no, which is weird because they're supposed to cover the two days and it obviously happens in these days. Yeah, but I guess Mitch and Mark aren't as good at budgeting as Facebook will have you believe if they're already out of money I guess they're just and there's still three weeks to go. Better at using the vouchers than looking... Like we talked about in a previous episode, they're not good at using their vouchers. Yeah, so I know. They have so much freedom money left. But to run out of money with three weeks to go, I don't think 10 grand's that crazy. Well, that's what I thought was weird when Mitch is like, we're nearly at the end and we don't need freedom money, but they're going to do the terrace. Yeah. The freedom has a lot of outdoor furniture. Yep. What are they going to put on the terrace? Um, Jason has built, a... built some. Oh, yeah, his son's built his son it, so it's only $5, five bucks, a day. Yeah, yeah. And he stole all and the timber it. from down the street to build it. Yeah, so <laughs> don't even worry about it. Yeah, I guess what? Because they didn't get a spa bath on their terrace. They're not going to furnish it now. Yeah, oh, I just thought it was hilarious the way that they carry on. Yeah, like, oh, you're not going to use that money. That's why you're offering it. Yes, that's how it works. That's it, yeah. Thanks, thanks for that. But it's like you want that money. <laughs> yeah. You're getting it. F- All right, we've got something you want. 
and you've got something I want, so we're going to trade. Even if your plaster was on. You don't even want this thing you're trading for this thing you want. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But even if you work out like 50 bucks an hour for a plasterer for five hours, it's only 250 bucks. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, we're offering you two grand for like 200, $300 worth of. Yeah. Labor. Like, it's crazy. She might as well just buy chairs and yeah. sell them again. Well, she did sell those chairs from the other room. Yeah, and they so were about two not, grand worth. Yeah. So she might as well just, just do that. Yeah, just do that. You but. get like 600 bucks. That's what they got last time. Yeah. So they'd be in front. Yeah. But yeah, I guess they shouldn't have that much freedom money left. Like, they've just not vouched properly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. But like you said earlier in the episode, Scotty said you spent twenty five grand more extra on, on trades, trades, which so. is ridiculous as a tradesman. But I don't know. I just don't think that Mitch and Mark should have run out by now, either. They should yeah, have I could at go least for five grand. Twenty five grand for what ten weeks of work? That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, as a tradesman. <laughs> yeah. No, but don't you think Mitch and Mark should have at least five grand left? Well, yeah, if they're that good at budgeting. They've still got areas to furnish. Yeah. So I don't understand. Why? Well, I do understand why Mitch is being like this. Like, seriously, if you went, can you hold this paint for me? If you drop it, it'll hit you in the nuts. He'd definitely drop it. Yeah. And go, serves you right. I dropped your paint. You're like, yeah, but now you've got sore bollocks. The the type. Oh, I got you though. <laughs> the type of bloke to cut his nose off to spite his face. Absolutely. But anyway, uh, so tomorrow I guess we've got challenges, crying, and collusion. Yeah. I made that last bit up, but it rhymes, or you know. Simpatico. Yeah. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can get us at Maximum Blockage at Outlook.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Twitter, you get to talk to Brett. Thank you, everyone, for listening and telling friends and giving us reviews Spread and that spreading pod. the word. It's awesome. Yeah. I don't know how you do five stars on listening pod things. Other pods say to give them five stars. Yeah. But I haven't been able to find that feature on my podcast playing app i think you can do it on spotify and okay. apple i have spotify i couldn't find it <laughs> okay fair enough that's why you're the tech uh, guy yeah tweet me and say look you idiots right here i'm yeah. sure it's like right there and i just can't see it it's probably under the part that says rate this yeah podcast. rate this rate <laughs> this pod and i'm like Ooh, i don't know <laughs> i can't do words and numbers all right Stars, bye, bye. Go. they been through hell don't get upset I'm just trying to help. I'm ready to go. But what's the move that could take Tess and Luke from bottom? Our kitchen, lounge, dining area is completely changing. To top of the block. The cover of Domain magazine. One hell of a night. We keep making comebacks. We actually are the pain toads, but they just don't die. Go the toads. Tonight's 